Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the story behind the photograph. My name is Casey Grimley, and I'm here to tell you about the, the story behind this photograph here that you see behind me, or there on the screen. So this is a composite, obviously, of a Persian meteor shower from 2016, I believe it was. This is uh, looking over uh, Pineview Reservoir in Ogden Valley, and this is a this is a fun photo. I had seen previous photos where photographers had set up their cameras to take a time lapse and capture as many meteors as they could, and then uh, composite them into one single photo. So that's kind of what my uh, idea was for this. For this photo. So that night, I think that year it happened on a Tuesday or a Wednesday or something like that was when the, the peak of the meteor shower was. And several of my photographer friends were making plans for where they were going to go. And I was kind of keeping quiet thinking, uh, hoping that I would just kind of go off shoot by myself. And then uh, one of my friends sent me a message and said, hey, where where's a good place to go? And I said, hey, I'm, I'm actually going up to this uh, a spot that I've uh, scoped out for up by Pineview. I'm just going to shoot there across the water. And my original, one of my original ideas was to get a kayak or uh, or something like that and have somebody sit in it and get a you know get a picture of them sitting in the kayak and then and then having and then kind of blending in the the shooting stars above. So that was kind of the original idea for the photo. The problem was, was it, I think it was a little windy that night, and so the kayak uh, thing didn't work out because it was a little choppy. The water was, and also trying to get the so so trying to get the kayak to stay in one place was uh, pretty difficult. So uh, I kind of scratched that idea, and there was um, a bunch of people down there, and I just wanted to set up my tripod and go to sleep. And uh, my friend and uh, a couple of people he invited were there to like hang out and talk and stuff and I had to work the next morning so I was like I'm gonna go check out another spot and and set up my camera it was in the same area it was just uh just up the hill from them so I went and I set up my cameras actually I had two so I had my Sony a7 with my 14 millimeter Rokinon lens uh set up and that's the what I captured here in this photo so I set that up and kind of faced it north, northeast um, a little bit. I think it was pretty much straight north. And then the second camera I faced a little bit more east, and that was with a, uh, I think it was my A6000 and like a 24 millimeter. No, I had a 17 to 35 millimeter. So it was capturing about 20, I don't know, what is that, 27 millimeters or something, full frame equivalent. So I uh, had set that up and got those going and then I kind of set up my my sleeping arrangements and I was just going to sleep by my by my tripod and just kind of fall asleep to the shooting stars so I went back uh, I left my sleeping bag and stuff in the car so I went back to the car while the uh, the cameras were going and I get back to the car and realized that I left my sleeping bag and my sleeping pad at home I thought, well, this isn't good. So I grabbed what I had in my car, which was a prison blanket from the time that I spent in prison. Just kidding. That was from my 
my father-in-law gave me, he had a, uh, he was a sheriff. And so he had a bunch of these emergency blankets or jail blankets. And so he gave us a bunch for, uh, for in our car or whatever. So I grabbed that. I grabbed, I think I had two of them and I grabbed both of those. I laid one down underneath me and then the other one was uh, was my blanket that I slept under. And these are not warm or soft or plush blankets at all. In fact, they're very thin and and not very warm. So I kind of figured, well, this is this is what I'll make do with. So I ended up falling asleep for a little bit and every couple hours I'd wake up and kind of check my cameras. Things were things were still looking good. And it was probably around, I think that it was starting uh, starting to get some light out. And so it was probably, I don't know, maybe 5 o'clock in the morning or something. And there was just starting to get a little bit of light. So I kind of had woke, woken up. And I woke up to the strongest smell ever. It was, there was a skunk. And the skunk was, I mean, it was the most, I don't know how to describe it, the most pugnant skunk smell I've ever smelled. Like, I've smelled some skunks that, like, freshly got ran over or have been on the road for, you know, for a week or whatever, and they just stink. So this is worse. This is the, and I thought, oh, man. And I was underneath the blankets, and I was laying there, and I could hear the skunk. It was shuffling around in the in the weeds around me. And I just laid there, and I was like, my heart was racing, and I was like, I think I was probably sweating at this point, but I was just laying there and I thought I either I got sprayed by a skunk or it's like marking its territory around me and now it's going to spray me or something. But it was, it was terrible. It, and I thought, oh man, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I got to go to work in the, in a couple of hours and I'm going to smell like a skunk. This is, this is not good. So I lay there for, I don't know, four hours it seemed it was probably about a minute and a half and I heard the skunk kind of walk away so I thought okay I can peek out of my my sheets and see you know see if I got sprayed or kind of check myself and so I did I kind of got up and uh and looked around and checked out the my blanket and everything and and kind of as as that skunk went away this the smell went away too so I uh was good I didn't get sprayed by a skunk though it it smelled really bad. I uh, was safe. I didn't have to go to work smelling like a skunk. So fast forward, um, the the sun kind of came up and I ended up uh, going to work. I think I got maybe four or five hours of sleep, which wasn't too bad. It wasn't good sleep, but it was, you know, here or there. So I uh, packed up my camera stuff, threw, uh, hopped in the car, drove home, showered, and then went straight to work. I think I maybe uh, at the time I, I had sat in my car after I got to the car or something or went when I got home and I just went through my photos real quick and and I counted how many you know I just kind of went through the pictures to see if I got some pretty good some pretty good coverage or a bunch of shooting stars and I think I went through initially and counted about 120 125 something initially on the back of my camera. And, and that was one camera. So uh, the second one probably caught some overlap, but there was, you know, I think there was maybe 30 more that I, 30 unique stars that I caught on the second camera, which to this day, this was four years ago, I still haven't even really looked at the photos on that one on the computer. So uh, eventually I might 
create another uh, composite like this uh, with the other camera and with those but um, it's a lot of work this to compile this it probably took me oh I want to say 16 to 20 hours to go through all the photos find the ones that have a shooting star bring those into Photoshop mask everything out erase it do all that so it was quite a process to to stitch these and blend these all together in Photoshop and so once I did I think I actually did it probably about three or four months later either over either over my Thanksgiving break or over Christmas break is when I ended up uh, making this photo once I uh, did that and shared it uh, my friend Ian that went with me sent me a message after I posted it or comment on my photo or something and said hey so did you did you rotate the stars? Did you ro rotate each star so that the um, position of it was true to what your background photo is? You know, the photo with uh, with all the stars that you see. And I went, uh, no, they're, I just left them where they were. And he goes, oh, well, if you want to get technical about it, you're supposed to rotate them each a certain degree and stuff to get them to originate from the same, from the same point, which is uh, Perseid. Perseus. I don't know, the constellation Perseus. And I thought, I just spent 20 hours stitching this photo together and masking out and racing around each uh, shooting star. I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going back to fix this and rotate each and every frame. Because it was, like I said, there was, I think there ended up being a little less than 120. There was a lot of um, uh, satellites and airplanes and things like that that my original pass through I thought they were shooting stars and even still I look at some of these and I go oh, I think that might have been actually a satellite but I'm gonna put it in there for effect or whatever because you gotta embellish a little bit yeah I told my I told him I said I'm not going back to edit those because that would be I don't even know how because I would I wasn't just masking out the shooting stars I was actually erasing it because I didn't want the file size to be astronomically huge so I was like well I'm not gonna do that now but in the future if I if I do another one like this I will do that and I'll rotate each uh, each photo to to line up with uh, you know the origin of where they kind of originate from which is uh, the constellation Perseus Perseid whichever I can't remember what it is that's kind of the story there behind the photograph uh, it was a lot of fun to make this the story was kind of fun Getting scared by a skunk was not fun, though I can say I guess I survived, you know, a close encounter with a skunk. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that story. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, give me a rating on iTunes, whatever, if you enjoyed this. See you guys next time. Bye.